What's going on on my podcast listeners? C-Jizzle and the fucking Whizzle bringing you another episode. And tonight we're drinking on PBR again with Paul Masson. No, I don't have a sponsorship from PBR, but again, it's just really good beer. Um, so I just I made it home. Um, I got a shower. And it fucking sucked because I didn't have any clean towels. I only have like four or five fucking towels. And none of them were clean. So I had to dry off with a fucking shirt. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but... I, I had... I was talking about getting a shower at work today before I was getting ready to come home. And I told my coworker that I didn't have a towel that was clean. And I was just going to use a shirt. And he was like, what? I've never had to do that. Like, well, you've never had a struggle. <laughs> so, anywho. It was it was pretty shitty because it was a wet ride home. It's been raining. It's been kind of yucky outside. But we ended up getting home, getting in the shower, getting dried off. Cranked up the heaters. Because I've been keeping them turned off. Man, some, some good palmasun. <clears throat> so, anywho, update about my job because the whole argument incident from yesterday, and first of all, that that woman shouldn't even be working there still, to be honest. And so I already knew before I even went into work that she, my boss was going to somehow flip it around on me and tell me how I need to be doing this, doing that. <clears throat> Instead of confronting the worker that needs to be confronted, she, she, she assumes that I was the problem, pretty much. And so, me and my my boss got into an argument today, and she's the one that started it. She's the one that wanted to bring it on again. So, if you scratch open a scab and it starts bleeding, that's your own fault. So, um, so yeah, one of the things that pissed me off, though, tonight <clears throat> was... First of all, her condescending tone. She keeps talking about how I have a tone of voice that I keep using, but it's really her. And saying something to somebody like when you're when you're talking to somebody and you're yelling at them and they're kind of not looking at you and you tell them to look at you in the eyes. That's that's condescending to 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 basically make someone look you in the eyes is condescending. It's, it's, it, you're being a bitch. So, anywho, because everything that was coming out of her mouth was a lie. There was no merit to anything that she was saying. And it's not like I'm just exaggerating or anything. She really was not making any sense. And 
So she tells me stuff, she tries to tell me things that I need to change or that I need to do that I have no control over, for one. Um, so she tells me that, you know, I've got an attitude basically that I need to watch my tone of voice with her and this and that. I told her I don't have a tone of voice. But, you know, I'm not just going to let you talk to me any old way. So, the way that I'm talking to you right now is me getting my point across to you. And if you can't handle that, then that's your problem. So, she starts going on about other shit from three months ago. Three or four months ago. And making up lies, saying that I'm throwing pieces on the floor, I'm cussing, I'm yelling all the time, slamming stuff around. All of that is a lie. And so she's like, I've got proof. I can show you right now. I can pull it up on the computer about customer reviews and blah, blah, blah from three months ago. I said, first of all, that's three months ago. I don't know why the fuck you're bringing up something from three months ago. But secondly, it's not going to have anything related to me on that customer complaint. You can sit there and say... Because she was, she was saying that a customer had complained and said that the manager was being rude. And said that there was another customer complaint that she had where I was throwing pieces on the ground. There was another customer complaint that she had where, you know, it was just a bunch of lies, a bunch of bullshit. And so I told her, just because it says the manager doesn't mean they're talking about me. Could have been the other shift leads that was working there. So, um, so I told her, I said, okay, you, you say you got the proof, you say you can show me. I'll be here when you get back. I'll be sitting here waiting for you when you get back to show me all this proof that, with, with my name on it, that I did this or that I did that. And the funny thing is, she never did. She never showed me the proof. So, I called her a liar told her, you know, that's a lie. That's a fat fucking lie. No matter which way you try and sugarcoat it, it's still a turd. It's still a lie. And she's like, no, it isn't. It's not a lie. Well, yeah, it is. No matter how many times you say it's not a lie, you're so full of shit, your eyes are brown. And if that is the case, where you got all these customer complaints, why haven't you said anything until now? Why haven't you written me up? Or why haven't you fired me? <clears throat> so, she's like, this is why we can't have any talks. Because you just want to get an attitude and get defensive and this and that. And, well, it's a fucking lie. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, and just take it. When I'm not going to let someone sit here and lie straight to my face and make me look bad. So, take it for whatever it's worth, but... And I've told her before that, that I'm the only shift lead that's there. So I'm the only I'm the backbone of that fucking company. There's been many times when she's needed me. She still does. She needs me to cover this shift. She needs me to do this. She needs me to 
portion out some wings because she never got to it or she needs me to finish dough because she never got to it or whatever if it wasn't for me that place wouldn't be able to run and I told her that before and obviously she doesn't understand she keeps pissing me off she keeps pissing me off talking shit and that's the reason why nobody stayed there I've only been there for about six months almost seven and that's the reason why nobody has stayed there as long as I have because her always bitching at them her always bringing shit up from the past always fucking up the schedule messing with people's hours and shit and when you tell her about it when you say hey you know I need more hours or hey I can only work every day except for Saturdays or something. She doesn't care. She does not care. There's two people that I know that told her that they couldn't work and she schedules them anyways. And then I told her that. I said, you know, you sit here, you fuck up the schedule, you give me the shit into the stick where I don't have any fucking help for the night. And, and you want to sit here and tell me how I need to be doing my job better. You want to sit here and tell me I need to be changing myself is basically what you're saying. I need to change how I'm talking, how I'm holding myself. That's a bunch of bullshit. And she's like, well, some, some things need to change or something like that. I said, well, I don't know what to tell you because there ain't nothing to change. This is who I am. This is the way it is. That's what you're going to get. So, I already kiss her ass more than what I should. And I've been thinking lately, well, for the past couple months, that maybe I need to stop doing that. And I've also been thinking, yeah, you should probably look for another job. But tonight, with her bullshit, it's just made me, it's just pushed me further away. It just makes me want to get another job. And that's what she doesn't realize, is if it were true, if it were the things that she said were true, then fine, by all means, uh, it needs to be dealt with. But when you just make up shit in your head, and, you know, she's, she's never happy. Let's put it that way. You could be doing things down to the T, straight by the book. You could be going above and beyond, you know, doing her work for her. And she's still going to sit there and say, well, maybe you should do it this way. Or you're not doing it right. Or something. Even though that's the way she's trained you to do it. One minute she tells you. Because if you get a double order of cheese sticks, I usually just take a medium box and put the two orders in the medium box. And then she got on my case and was like, you need to start putting them in the cheese stick boxes. And then when, when I was in a rush one day, she went back on her word again and said, why don't you just put them in the medium box instead of wasting too many cheese stick boxes. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, that's what the fuck I've been trying to do, you stupid bitch. You know? 
So it's always back and forth, back and forth. This is the right way, this is the wrong way, this is the right way, this is the wrong way. Constantly. And like I said, even if you are doing it right, she's always got something to bitch about, something to complain about. And so, like I said, I told her, I yelled out before she left, I'll be here waiting for you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be here till 10 o'clock, so I'll be here waiting for you to come back and show me all this proof that I'm a terrible worker. And then she tries saying, I'm not saying you're a terrible worker and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, you are. You're saying I'm slamming shit around. I'm cussing in front of customers. What the fuck do you call that? So... I can tell you one thing, I'm not in here just throwing shit around and cussing and shit. And she's like, I'm not saying that you are. And I'm like, you just said that. You just literally said that I was throwing shit around and cussing and throwing pizzas on the ground. Like, when have you ever seen me throw a pizza on the ground and get pissed off? Never. Never. So she's just making shit up in her own mind to make herself sound good or look good. And it's completely backfiring on her because you sound like a complete nut. <clears throat> she knew that there was nothing that she could bitch to me about with the argument with Carrie. First of all, I wasn't the one that was arguing with Carrie. So you don't need to be having to talk with me about nothing. I'm not going to sit there and play favorites and get on Carrie's side. You know, it's just not the way it works. So don't put me in the middle of bullshit. Don't put me in the middle of people fighting. Don't, don't expect me to do anything about it because I can't. So you want me to be a leader, but yet you won't give me the tools that I need to lead is what I told her. How the fuck do you expect somebody to lead and prove a point if you never write anybody up? There's people that you can tell thir something 30 times to, and they just ignore it. They just don't even listen. Like tonight. There's this younger black chick that works there. I'd have to say she's probably 18 years old. She's really young. She might be even younger, I don't know. But she's hired as a customer service rep. And every night, almost, that she works, she's been getting away with free food. Because she's been putting it in the system as counter service, and she hasn't been cashing it out. And then whenever I'm ready to close out at the end of the night, lo and behold, there's one more open ticket, and it's hers. And for the longest time, I didn't know that there was an open ticket. Because it doesn't show on our carryout or our delivery screen. So then my boss tells me that I need to start making sure there's not any open tickets. And I said, well, the reason why is because she keeps leaving open tickets. So today, I seen her up there at the counter putting in a, an order. And I was, on the, I was getting ready to take a call from one of the customers and I had put them on hold real quick and I had to call out over to her and I told her hey and she said what I said don't be putting in no 
counter service orders anymore. And I explained to her, not that I have to explain to her, but I told her. Because I'm getting tired at the end of the night of it not being cashed out. And then we have open tickets and then my manager can't do the end of day the next day because there was an open ticket. You know, even if there wasn't, even, even if I did know about it, there's just no reason why I should have to go back through the system and void it out and all that other shit. If that's the case, you might as well just not even ring it up. If you're just getting away with free shit and not paying for it, you might as well just not even ring it up. Because at the end of the night, it's just adding an extra step on my part. And again, my, my boss was standing right there. And she said, yeah, just just start doing them as carryouts. Which I don't know why, I don't know why she wouldn't have to begin with. But, so anyways, tonight, because after I told her that, she was like, okay, I won't. Tonight, as I'm getting ready to close, I look up at the screen in the lobby after I've already almost closed out everything. And lo and behold, there's a ticket, number 68, for counter service. And I said, you stupid fucking bitch. After I just told you, and you said okay, and you put it in anyways. So I'm going to have a talk to Kat about that next time I work. I'm going to have a talk with my manager, and I'm going to tell her. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. When I tell somebody not to do something, and then they go right behind my back, and they do it anyways. There's a fucking reason why I tell people stuff. It's not just to hear myself talk. So, again, she's standing up at the, at the computer, and she says, she says, oh, and by the way, we need to start watching how much toppings we're putting on pizzas, because pretty much she's short on what toppings she should have. She has no bacon or whatever in the cooler, and she says the reason is because we've been using too much of it. Well, I don't make pizzas. Nine times out of ten, I'm not on that cut table. The person that's usually on that cut table is Scotty. And he is a fucking idiot. And I've told him, Jimmy's told him, Cats, the boss has even told him. I'm pretty sure everybody in that store has told him that he puts way too much toppings on his shit. And when I say too much, I mean way too many toppings to where the pizza doesn't even cook right and I've, I've told my boss this she knows about it she's she's known about it for a while now and she has the balls to tell me that we need that I need to do something about it because we need to stop using so much I said well then you need to be talking to Scotty about that don't be telling me about the shit because I, to- I already told you that I can't do anything about it I've told him, Jimmy's told him, he doesn't fucking listen. So, if you don't want to keep wasting so many toppings, then fire his fucking ass. And find somebody that'll actually listen. So, I'm not going to fucking, you know, I'm, I'm done playing babysitter. I'm done going behind people and making sure they're doing their job. Because they know what the fuck is expected 
They know how to do it. They just don't want to do it. And it's going to start coming back on them, not on me. It's like I told her tonight. Don't be talking to me about it. Talk to Scotty. There was also something else she was talking about. And it had to pertain to Harlan. The other... The other... Um, He's a shift lead, but he's not really a shift lead. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> he's like a shift lead in training. But, um... I was like, yeah, you need to be talking to him about that, not me. She'll tell me shit about Kyle. I'm like, don't be telling me about it. Tell Kyle about it. And it's because she just wants to bitch to me about shit. She just wants to find something to bitch about. And a lot of times, she don't have anything to bitch about. So she bitches to me about other people's shit. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't care about that. It has nothing to do with me. I've got enough shit to worry about on my own plate. So, anyways, after she got done with her lies and everything and pissing me off, I didn't have any orders on the screen, so... I walked past the cook, which is pretty good friends with her, and I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and on the way out, I said, she better fucking, she better watch how she's talking to me, because she keeps pissing me off, and she won't have a shift lead, and I guess he heard that, and he was kind of, he kind of raised an eyebrow, you know, and he tells this other worker, Aiden, that I'm outside, and that I'm having a meltdown, so then... Aiden comes outside and he's like, what's going on? I said, what's going on? And she's fucking pissed me off again. And she just, she just expects everything to be hunky-dory and for me to just continue working and I'm getting fucking tired of it. And he was kind of like, you know, trying to calm me down, I guess. I don't know. He was trying to justify why she acts the way that she does. He was like, you know, that's just, some days she has good days and some days she has bad days and all this other shit. I'm like, no, dude, no. You don't just lie and make up shit in your head against your good workers. You know, you would think that you want to keep as many good workers as you could. And that's not how you do it. So... <clears throat> so, uh, anywho, after she went and did her little delivery and came back, like I said, she didn't show me any proof of anything. It never got talked about again. And she just went home after that. You know, and that's generally how it works. She never does anything about anything. She bitches, she whines, she complains. And then she just goes home. She doesn't write people up. She doesn't fucking do what she should as a manager. Sometimes I wonder why the fuck she's even there. So, I've been getting fucked around. I've been getting treated like shit. I'm not very happy about it, but what can you do? You know, 
gotta pay rent. So until I do find another job, I'm stuck there. But when I do find another job, she's fucked real bad. She is so far fucked. It's not even funny. She could probably pay me 18 or $20 an hour and I'd still be like, nah, you know, I'm good. Because it's just not worth it. Being in that atmosphere is not worth it. And I've been around... I've worked for dickheads in my in in the past, and I've put up with a lot of bullshit in the past. But her bullshit, it's just too much. It's too much. It's an everyday thing, multiple times a day, bitching, whining, and complaining. She's always bitching that, oh, she's been there for ten hours and blah blah. You're the manager. You're supposed to be here for 10 hours a day. But she only wants to work for 7 hours and get paid for 10 and shit like that. There's been days, literally, where she will fucking go home or go to her friend's house and then come back and pick up Jimmy and clock out whenever she's done. She's been on the clock out doing shit. I've seen it. Because she's not going to give up, you know, if she's got 60 hours or 50 hours, she's not going to take, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hours of a pay cut just because she wants to go home early every day. So she says that she stayed there up till 10 o'clock or 8 o'clock or whatever, but she doesn't. So she's stealing company time. And if she thinks I don't know that, she's she's funny. She thinks I don't know a lot of things. But, but what I do know is that she's not going to get rid of me. Because she won't even get rid of Scotty. She don't even need Scotty. She don't need Sh- uh, Shania. She doesn't need Carrie. But she's still won't punish them and won't, you know, uh, write them up. So, if she won't write them up, she's not going to write me up. And if she ain't going to write me up, she ain't going to fire me. And even if she could hire somebody else and tried to weed me out of there, she wouldn't be able to. Because she, she needs me. Even, she, even if she hired another shift lead, she needs me. And that's the thing with companies is you always have to make yourself valuable. Always have to make yourself valuable because it's that's how you have job security. They can't replace you if you're irreplaceable. And a lot of people will say, oh, you're replaceable. Well, no, you're not. Not if you're a hard worker. Not if you're, Not if you go above and beyond with everything that you do. Because they're not going to be able to hire another worker that will go above and beyond like you do. So, they can hire somebody else, but are they going to stay later? Are they going to cover shifts like I do? Um, are they going to work as hard as I do? There's, there's many what-ifs. <clears throat> 
And when you do have somebody that's a hard worker sitting there in front of your face, you don't you don't belittle them every day over bullshit or over lies. You don't belittle them because they're not going to stick around. And like I said before, I think yesterday I said that, um, what are they going to do? What is that store going to do if I leave, if Aiden leaves, Kyle leaves, Tiffany's already quit, Jimmy's talking about quitting. So you got Jimmy, me, Aiden, Kyle... Tiffany and Harlan that's six people who are either thinking about quitting or have already quit <clears throat> six fucking people it's come straight out of their mouth they've told me you know they're looking for another job it's probably not going to be that much longer you know da 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 and so it's no coincidence, it's not like I'm just making this shit up in my head. If six other people want to fucking quit, there's a problem. And it's because, first of all, there's no structure in that place. People can do whatever they want and not get fired. You can literally go in and take a nap somewhere and you're not going to get fired. People have done it. You can go sit in the bathroom for 30 minutes talking on your phone and not get fired. You can show up fucking an hour late and not even get a write-up, you know? It's crazy. There's no structure whatsoever. <laughs> That's the main reason. And then her attitude is probably the second reason why people want to leave. And all it takes is for her to be a little bit more nicer, a little bit more thoughtful, start making good schedules, which is not that hard to do. And people would probably start seeing you as a better person. But when you're pissed off all the time, you're bitching all the time, you're fucking up schedules all the time, and you're always nagging at people and shit, nobody wants to be in that scenario every day. <laughs> and it's crazy because you can't tell her boss because her boss is her best friend. The regional manager is her best friend. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I don't know what else to do. I'm, I'm to the point where I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. I've sucked it up, I've, I've tried harder. And it's just not working out. It's just not... And it's it's nothing about the job, but it's all about the management. If, if there was somebody that was running that store, that had a brain in their head, that was a decent person, it wouldn't be that bad of a job. It really wouldn't. But 80% of the time, she's the reason why we get fucked. She didn't order enough toppings in the truck. We get fucked. 
She didn't prep enough dough for the rest of the day. We get fucked. She ends up scheduling two people on days when they were supposed to be off. They don't show up. We get fucked. It's crazy. And she don't care. She's like, yeah, well, try your best to get it done. Anywho, I think I need to get a haircut. I was riding my bike to work today. And I went past this barber shop that I used to go to. It's a black barber shop. And I like going to black barbers. I like it. Because they know exactly how I want my hair. If I go to fucking... <laughs> if I go to... The hair cuttery or great clips and Walmart or, or whatever to get my hair cut. They always fuck it up. There was there was a time when I went to I think it is I think it was Great Clips. And the salon uh chick that was up there asked me what type of hairstyle I wanted. And I told her a crew cut. And basically, I want a one on the sides and a three on top. And this bitch must have just graduated fucking cosmetology school. She was terrible. She just gave me a buzz cut. Simple, plain buzz cut. I'm like, dude, I could have done that at home. I could have literally just busted out the clippers, shaved all my hair off one length at home. That's not what I was asking for. And so, you know, it's happened more than once, too. You tell someone you want a crew cut, just think of it as like a military member where they got no hair on the sides and a little bit on top. It's not that hard. So... Yeah, I mean, I think it's like 20, 30 bucks to go to this black barber shop. And I think it's called Ace of Fades. And I know the barber that I used to have there. He, he was talking about moving to Chicago, so I don't even know if he's, if he's still there, to be honest. I, I really hope and pray that he is. <coughs> There's one other guy that I can call, and he's also a black barber, but he has a business called Textacut. And I, like I said, I don't know if he's still running it or what. It's been a little bit. But he has this bus, this short bus. And on the inside of it, he's got a barber chair, he's got a, a sink, you know... He's got laminate flooring in there, so he can just sweep it up. And it's cool because you can be, you can literally be at work. And I did this, you know, when I worked at the gas station. I would get off on a break or something, and I'd go get my hair cut. Or I'd get off work at whatever time, 
I call him up. He'd come up there and meet me in the parking lot, and I'd get a haircut. And he doesn't, he doesn't have limits on where he'll meet you at. He can literally meet you at the lake if you wanted him to. Um, come to your house and park out front, and you're out front in the street and cut your hair. He'll do that. So you don't have to go anywhere. You don't. You don't even have to get in the car. You don't have to waste the gas. He'll come to you. And I think that's the greatest part about it. Is I could wake up, call the guy, get a haircut, not have to even leave my house. I think that's great. And you don't have to invite him into your house as well. That's even better. Because I don't trust people like that. So... I'm off work tomorrow, and I was supposed to work, but somehow she changed the schedule at last minute, and I'm off. So, what I'm going to do is finish my Christmas shopping. Um, I'm probably going to go get a haircut if I have enough money. Um, and then I'm going to go over to my mother's for a little bit. Because I haven't seen her in over a week. And I probably won't... Well, I'll get a day off on Saturday. I was going to say, I probably won't be able to see her before Christmas. Hmm. So I was flipping out. I was getting worried. I was getting... Um, I don't know, I'm stressing myself out because it's already December 14th and I haven't even done my Christmas shopping <clears throat> and I got to thinking, you know because whenever I was online looking the other day a lot of the websites were saying, you know, today's the last day to get it shipped before Christmas. And so I was like, fuck, you know, this, I'm not going to, it's just not going to end up making it here. I'm not going to have enough money, you know, because I was, I was going to wait a couple days and see if I can get some more money on my daily pay card. And I'm like, I'm not going to have enough money for a couple days, and probably by within a couple days, you know, I'm not going to be able to get it shipped in time. So I got to looking online, and this particular seller says that they use first class mail. USPS first class mail, which is like one to five business days. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's perfect. It'll be here. And so I got to get that order like tomorrow. Um, I also got to put back enough money to where I can save to get an air pump for my bike and get some new inner tubes. Just in case I do get a flat, I can change it at home. 
instead of having to go to the bike shop. You gotta walk the bike all the way the fuck over there, and it's just a pain in the ass. Not only that, but I might as well get a new rim for my Cannondale, for my vintage Cannondale. My yellow one ended up getting stolen recently. That kind of pissed me off. But at least I still got this vintage Cannondale. And I like that bike so much. It's, it's so light and it's so nimble and it's so fast, you know, that I can get to work in like 20 minutes flat. When I'm riding this Walmart bike, it's closer to like 30 minutes. And you'll be surprised. 10 minutes is a, is a long time added on to the pedaling. Especially if you're riding in the rain. 10 minutes don't sound like a lot, but when you're riding a bike, it's a long time. It's damn near like halfway to work. So, that was another thing. Tonight, it was cold, it was like 40 degrees, it was raining, and the wind was blowing. And I'm like, damn, you know, like it was it was hard for me to get through each stroke. It was hard for me to pedal. And I was like, fuck. I don't know if I'm going to make it home. And, you know, about halfway through the ride, the rain started getting through all my layers. And it's only about a 30-minute trip. So about 15 minutes into this rain, and it's already done went through my windbreaker it's went through my car heart it's, it's went through my pants and it's starting to soak through my sweatpants and I can I can st it's starting to get cold at this point and um, I'm like fuck it, it's, it's really crazy because I'm used to riding in like 20 degree weather snow, ice, to be riding in a rainstorm in December is crazy. I don't think, you know, usually by now, there's at least some snow or something, maybe some sleet. And this year just seems like such a mild winter. It seems so warm. It's been in the 50s. It's been in the 40s. I'm like, it's not the way it should be. We haven't been getting hardly any rain or any snow, but everywhere out west, like in Utah, Arizona, has been getting a lot of snow. And I think there's been a change in, like, the jet stream patterns this year. And I thought, I thought this was going to be a bad winter, but so far, <laughs> been a joke hmm. I might make another podcast tonight I don't know I might I've only got 15 minutes left and I'm not really ready to call it a night yet it's already 2.18 that's okay because I have nothing 
to do tomorrow. So, <clears throat> anywho, I just almost died from taking a rip off this weed. Shit. Good little rip. It wasn't even, it was out of a hit or two. It wasn't even a bowl or anything. It was like, holy fuck. <clears throat> I'm really glad that I went down to the dispensary and picked up that deal while I, while I could. A hundred dollars for 14 grams. That's unheard of. It was actually like 130 with taxes and everything, but if you would have bought 14 grams full price, you would have paid at least 160 plus tax. So you would have paid 190, $200. So I basically got it for almost half price. <clears throat> it is good weed. Gelato, got a little bit of the gelato. It's one of my favorite strains. There's, there's only so many strains that I really fuck with. Biochem is a good one. B-I-O-C-H-E-M. Biochem. And uh, L.A. Kush is another new favorite of mine. Gorilla Glue, number four, is a, is a favorite of mine. then Jet Fuel Gelato, or Gelato, is another favorite of mine. I've got some other ones out there too, but those are just the ones that I got on top of my head. Triangle Kush is probably another, another one of my favorites. <clears throat> and I'm a fucking weed head, you know. You might not be able to tell about, you know, from just looking at me, but I love my weed. got that weed because if I didn't I, I would have been out already first of all and second of all that the dispensary is going to be closed on Christmas Christmas day there isn't going to be a fucking soul open nobody's going to be open so that's why I'm going to do all my grocery shopping like right before all that so that way, Christmas time comes around, I'm not going to be without food, liquor, none of that. <clears throat> it might be snowing on Christmas, who knows? And I don't want to be out in the snow either, so... Even on Christmas Eve, I think a lot of places are going to be closing early. I don't know. Christmas Day is going to be just like any other Christmas. Uh, I just, 
I haven't seen my father's side of the family in about five years. <clears throat> Due to personal reasons. Uh, one year I was sick. One year I just didn't want to go. I was depressed. And then, you know, like the year after that I was depressed. And I don't know why the past couple... Oh, I think... One year I forgot, and then last year I ended up it ended up slipping my mind as well. So because they used to have Christmas like the Saturday before, and it used to just slip my mind. I wasn't even thinking about it. And so, if we were to have Christmas generally, it would be. It'll be the 17th, usually. Because if it's the 14th now. Um, but anywho, it would always slip my mind. And so it's always held at the same church. We usually run out the church. And it's going to bring back old memories because it's going to be in the basement of the church. And when I was younger, we used to have Christmas down there in the basement all the time. And we have a pretty big fucking family, so we have to run out of church whenever we have Christmas. <clears throat> and for like the past, the past couple times or the past few times that I did go, it was always upstairs. And so, being back downstairs is going to kind of bring back a little bit of that nostalgia. And, you know, I can remember being 10 years old, being down there, and it's got its own little pantry, its own little kitchen. And it's got an open area where they can put the tables and stuff, and then it's got like a, a long hallway that goes back to these bathrooms. <coughs> And at first it kind of gave me the creeps, the feeling of this basement, it's kind of creepy, but man, it just makes me feel so warm inside whenever I get to go back in time, when you can just sit there and look at something that you used to look at when you were 10 years old and think, holy shit, this thing is still around, they haven't changed anything in that basement. It's been the same thing for 20 or 30 years, been the same way. Probably longer. <clears throat> it looks like a lot of the furnishings and the paints and the wallpapers and stuff look like shit out of the 80s or 70s. So, I'm going to get done going to Christmas that day in the morning. I think it's going to be about 9 o'clock. Maybe 10. I don't know. <coughs> and then I'm going to leave that place at like noon. Maybe 1. I don't know. Maybe 2. Who knows? And then I'm going to go over to 
my sister's house. My sister Ashley, that I never, I never really get to go and spend time with her at her house, except for on Christmas or Thanksgiving. For the rest of the year, me and my sister don't even really talk. One of my sisters doesn't really talk to me throughout the year. The other one, she talks to me pretty pretty frequently, but I still don't go over to her house. It's just too far out of my way to really to do that. <clears throat> my niece is getting older, and I need to be able to make more trips to be able to see her. Once she actually starts remembering me, well, she, she knows me and she remembers me, but you know how it is. Like, if, if you're younger than five years old, or if you're younger than eight or nine, you're not going to remember shit. I didn't start remembering shit until like eight or nine years old. Everything before that was a blur. Pretty much. Maybe it was all the methamphetamines I was taking as a kid. Anywho. Um, I talked about that in my last podcast too. If you guys want to know, if you guys want to listen to it, you can go back. I'm not sure what episode it is. I've got like fucking 3,000 of them. But I just talked about it like two or three days ago. About being on Ritalin and talking to a psychiatrist and all the bullshit with the pharmaceutical companies and <laughs> anywho, I need to smoke some more weed. I just almost died earlier from. <laughs> I had to pause the podcast. Probably going to end up doing some laundry tomorrow, too. Try and do as much as I can and get caught up on it, but... I don't know. (coughs) Probably going to get a late start tomorrow anyway, since it's already 2.30 in the morning, almost 3. And if I make another podcast, it's going to be 3.30, so... probably stay up till about 5, 6 in the morning, and then I'll sleep until about noon or 2 o'clock, somewhere around there, and then I'll get up, do my shopping and all that shit whenever I go over to my mom's house. So that way I can get over to my mom's at a decent hour so she doesn't complain. Because if it's after 5 o'clock, she's fucking whining about it. Anywho. I'm going to probably end up making another podcast after this. Uh. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but... Uh. I'm really surprised that I haven't seen the landlord... Lately, I mean, 
He's usually trying to come in my apartment and shit. <clears throat> it's kind of creepy. It's kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. I wake up, my fucking door's open. Well, it's not open, but it's cracked because I got a chain on the door, but... Yeah. He comes in here and he's always, you know, trying to snoop around and shit whenever I'm not here. I think it's weird. And it's not like he has something that he needs to fix or something that he needs to work on. And if that is the case, he can just text me or call me or whatever. <clears throat> I'm still fucking shocked over that McDonald's incident the other morning. I just can't wrap my mind around that. All I did was call it up there and wanted to know when the lobby was open. And ended up getting cussed out. Not by one person, but by two people. So that that pissed me off. So I ended up calling back up there and calling back up there and calling back up there. It's like, you motherfuckers are going to tell me when you open. And the funny thing is, I didn't even go to that one at the end of the day. So I wasted all that time for them to tell me when they open. I didn't even go. I went to another McDonald's. But it was just the fun of, you know, after you piss me off, it's a whole new game. You want to play that fucking game? We can do that. <coughs> you can't turn the fucking phones off at McDonald's. You can't turn the phones off. So, <laughs> I'm thinking about calling up there again soon. Since, you know, she wants to be a bitch, she wants to make my life a living hell. I can do the same thing. And I'm not a fucking hard guy to get along with. I'm not an asshole or anything. But when you treat me like shit, no matter who you are, there's going to be some repercussions. There's going to be some consequences. If that means I gotta throw a fucking brick through your window, that's what it means. So, I don't like to stoop down to that level, I really don't. But, sometimes people need to be taught a lesson. Um, so, I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast here, I'm gonna start another one. It's 59 minutes in. So, Till the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. <laughs>